P A P E R R A D I O. You're listening to Paper Radio. The story you're about to hear is called Me and Run Like a Dream by Melbourne writer Elizabeth Reel. I'm a married woman now. My husband's name is Run Like a Dream and he's a professional racehorse. We met at Flemington Racecourse where he'd just won big. He was in the winner's circle being admired by lots of beautiful women and they were all vying for his attention. But I pushed my way through them to congratulate him and compliment him on his good form. He sniffed my hand and as I stroked his nose I felt a jolt of electric attraction. He nuzzled me like he felt it too. He looked so beautiful and was all rugged and sweaty from his run. He oozed confidence and charm. From that day I couldn't stop thinking about Run Like a Dream. I was distracted at work and restless in the evenings. I had to see him again. I bought a newspaper and turned straight to the racing section to see when he was running next. It was the following week. On the morning he was racing I got up at 4am to go to the track and find him. I snooped around and found his stable. He was sleeping standing up. I whispered his name and he woke his sleepy eyes widening with surprise and delight at seeing me there. I haven't been able to stop thinking about you. He whispered back. My heart swelled. That morning was magical. It was very quiet in the stables, so run like a dream and I talked softly for a while so as not to wake the other horses. Then he suggested we go for a run. But I'll never be able to keep up with you, I said. He offered to let me ride on his back and said we could go around the track a few times. Okay, I agreed. He opened the door of his stable and went to a low wall so I could climb on. He didn't have a saddle and he felt so warm and sexy as he walked across the track. Then he broke into a gallop, running like the wind in the morning twilight. It was exhilarating. I'd never been into horse riding, but run like a dream made it seem so easy gliding along the grass at top speed. When we were both exhausted, we talked some more and gazed into each other's eyes. It was over all too soon, as Run Like a Dream had to get ready to train and I had to leave for work. I drove off just as the jockeys were arriving. From then on, I just couldn't keep away from him. The horses got a day off from training each week, so I'd go down that morning and we'd spend tender, dreamy hours together. Soon we were officially dating and I invited him to my place for dinner. I prepared special dishes using apples, carrots, chaff and sugar cubes. You cook so well. He'd praise me as we munched. We went on lots of scenic, romantic rides together along the beach and through the forest. We were falling in love. I got to meet Run Like a Dream's friends, and apart from a couple of mares who didn't like me much, they were really welcoming and friendly. They loved to horse around a lot. I told them the joke about the horse who walks into a bar and is asked by the barman, why the long face? They thought it was hilarious. 
One afternoon, Run Like a Dream came along to a picnic with some of my friends. They thought he was so handsome and they were quite jealous. At first he was really shy, but nowadays he's more relaxed and a picnic with friends is the perfect social outing for us because he can hang out and chat or he can eat grass and do his own thing. Sometimes, if he can organise it, he brings another horse along for company. My friends love it when he takes them for rides, but I must admit there are times I do get a bit green-eyed. One day, Run Like a Dream and I were out shopping. We were checking out the window of a jewellery store when I spotted a beautiful diamond ring. As we stood there admiring it, Run Like a Dream suddenly turned and looked at me in a way he never had before. We locked eyes and he said, I love you. Will you marry me? I swooned. I was in such a rush of love, I said, Of course I'll marry you. He had plenty of prize money and we bought the ring there and then for our engagement. We started making wedding plans, deciding who to invite, where to hold the service and what to put on the menu for the reception. We had to have a good mix of people and horses at a venue where the horses could frolic after lunch. I decided to get Run Like a Dream a special horseshoe made out of gold for his front left foot and I arranged for a farrier to be at the ceremony to nail it to his hoof when a man and a woman would usually exchange rings. Run Like a Dream would give me a simple platinum wedding band. We picked the smartest horse blanket we could find for him to wear on the day and hired the best horse groomers to dress him. I would wear traditional white. Of course, I had to take Run Like a Dream home to meet my parents. Dad was out finishing his round of golf when we arrived at their place, so I told Mum first. Mum was great and the two of them really hit it off. She confided to us about the time she dated Caulfield Cup champion Swell Time back in the early 70s. She caught his eye wearing a miniskirt and he flirted with her no end. They dated for ages and a wedding looked set to go ahead, but then Swell Time left to run the Japan Cup and he never came back. She never heard word or anything. She was heartbroken until she met my dad. Soon dad came home. He was alarmed to see Run Like a Dream standing in the kitchen. When I told him we were engaged, he hit the roof and refused to give me away. He told me it could even be against the law to marry a racehorse and hoped for my sake it was just a fling. That hurt Run Like a Dream's feelings and Mum told Dad to stop being such a spoil sport. The most important thing is that she's found someone she loves. Mum told him. Dad eventually came around. Then he asked if Run Like a Dream and I were planning a family. I said of course we were. Dad hit the roof again. But he's okay now. These days, Dad and Run Like a Dream get along well. They even play golf together on the weekends. Run Like a Dream is a bit clumsy with the golf club, but he's getting better. And Dad enjoys his company on the green. Run Like a Dream gives Dad great racing tips, so he's happy about the extra money. As Run Like a Dream wins a lot of races himself, Dad's reassured that we'll never be poor, and he's always got good investment advice for us too. Mum's teaching Run Like a Dream to read, and the three of us sit around in the afternoons to discuss what we've been reading lately. And now that Run Like a Dream can read the form guide, he can do his own research on the horses he'll be racing each week. Our wedding was a great success, but for our honeymoon, Run Like a Dream wanted to go to England for the Royal Ascot and then see some British steeplechase racing. 
I wanted to go to a tropical island and laze around a swimming pool, sipping cocktails. I was concerned I wouldn't fit in with the racing crowd at Ascot, and Run Like a Dream was worried about making a fool of himself on a banana lounge. We just couldn't agree. We ended up doing both. First we went to the Royal Ascot where Run Like a Dream caught up with some old horse friends. There were lots of late nights spent reminiscing about old races, victories and owners, and complaining about trainers, jockeys and early starts on cold mornings. I learnt a lot about my new husband. Run Like a Dream even ran a few races and did quite well, so we were able to travel in luxury. The steeplechase was exciting too. Run Like a Dream almost entered, but we were worried about him having a fall, so thought it best he didn't. He knew the winner though, and we had a great night celebrating afterwards. Now I was in the inner sanctum of the horse world, a colourful racing identity in my own right. We spent the end of our honeymoon in the Maldives. One of Run Like a Dream's friends had introduced us to an Arabian horse breeder and his wife, who would soon be holidaying there. They invited us to visit. I was excited, but Run Like a Dream was dubious. His reservations were put to rest when the wife boasted that their villa accommodated for the best of human and equine comfort. And it did. It was the grandest home I'd ever seen, and our hosts were entertaining and generous. I got a lot of ideas from the wife about how we could set up our own home. I felt so lucky to be staying there. When we returned from our honeymoon, we bought and renovated a large house near Flemington using the best features of the Maldives villa. Naturally, I'd fallen pregnant during the honeymoon and the timing was perfect because we had enough up our sleeves to finish the renovations before the baby was born. It wasn't an easy birth and we may only have the one child. It was exciting though, because neither of us knew what to expect. Would it be the pitter patter of tiny feet or the clip clop of little hooves? It turned out to be clip-clop. Our son is half human, half horse. He has the head, upper body and arms of a human and the torso, legs and tail of a horse. I thought this was fortunate because he'll have the best of both worlds. A man's intelligent mind and dexterous hands and a horse's beauty, sensitivity and ability to run at great speed. Run Like a Dream was offended when I said that though. He thought I meant that horses are dumb and clumsy, but that's not what I meant at all. He asked if I'd love our son any less if he had a horse's head and man's legs, and I reassured him that of course I wouldn't, and that he can earn his living by racing just like his father, so long as we can get in early with a good trainer. But really, the world is his oyster. He could even work in the movies, and he's going to be a huge hit with the girls. One afternoon recently, when Run Like a Dream was at the track, my son and I went to the park. He was playing with a ball and I was on a rug on the grass in the sunshine reading a book. I glanced across the park and saw a woman sitting on a bench, supervising what looked to be a monkey swinging from a climbing frame. They don't call the monkey bars for nothing, I thought. I was intrigued and wondered if it would be rude for us to go over and see who she and the monkey were. As we walked towards them, I saw the monkey drop from the climbing frame. The monkey had an awkward gait and it went up to the woman and put its arm around her. It was a great deal shorter than her and she leaned down and gave it a kiss. It wasn't just a peck on the cheek either. Ooh, I thought. 
As we continued towards them, the woman noticed us. She leaned down to say something to the monkey, and then they both looked up with the strangest expressions on their faces. Who do you have there? The woman asked. You're asking me, I thought. This is my son, I said. He does attract a bit of attention, I suppose. Oh, this is my husband Charles, and I'm Becky. We moved here from Brazil last week. Charles really likes the climbing frame. Nice to meet you both, I said. Charles had unkempt body hair and was almost half Becky's size. He was all arms and legs and I didn't like the look of those teeth when he smiled. How could she possibly find him attractive, I thought to myself. But each to their own, I suppose. The story you just heard was Me and Run Like a Dream by Elizabeth Reel. It was read by Prue Smith, with additional voices by Ange Arabatsis, Joe Case and Tamara Zimmett. The cover artwork comes courtesy of Lachlan Conn, with sound design by John Chia, assisted by Jesse Burrell. Thanks for listening to Paper Radio. Stay tuned for more stories and visit paperradio.net. <laughs> <laughs>